It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The pride, passion, and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 4 Podcast. This might be college football, Welcome back. Uh, we are here in the final hour, and we have a special guest to close it all out live from the Combine in Indianapolis, Mike Griffith, joining us to give us the latest on what is going on up there and what he's been working on. Headline in Dog Nation and hiring Josh Crawford, Kirby Smart hopes to replicate the Dell McGee blueprint. Griff, thanks for the time. Always great to see you. And uh, so, uh, tell us about uh, the latest iteration of Kirby Smart. Yeah, I mean, Georgia with some coaching turnover, attrition like everyone else, Dell McGee getting the head coaching job. And, and so in comes Josh Crawford, a guy that played running back in college and has a lot of experience coaching the high school ranks some of the powerhouse programs in Georgia. Last year he was at Georgia Tech, a couple years before that at Western Kentucky. So you got a young, hungry coach, ready for the grind, ready to embrace what college football is now. And and Dell turning the page, uh, becoming the head coach he's wanted to be for a while. Uh, some, I guess, new blood's the best way to say it. And I, I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a good, seamless transition for Georgia at that position. Certainly with success, Mike turnover occurs. We've seen that at Alabama over the years, yeah. and, and now we're seeing it at Georgia. We had a chart on earlier that uh, Glenn Schumann, the uh, defensive coordinator, uh, for he's moved up along the ranks, uh, is the only guy remaining from the early days of, <laughs> of Kirby Smart. That, that is pretty remarkable, uh, and there doesn't appear, at least not yet, to be any drop-off, does there? Well, I mean, they haven't lost a regular season game since 2020. Um, so that's three straight undefeated regular seasons. And, you know, you pointed out that Kirby Smart's had a lot of success to the point where uh, he doesn't get voted coach of the year because the voters say he's supposed to win. I've never seen anything like that, but that, that seems to be the logic uh, as far as why Kirby can't win a coach of the year. He, he's supposed to win, they say. So three straight undefeated regular seasons. You mentioned it, Paul. They've recruited well. And, and yet, and still, uh, they didn't make the playoff last year. And even though I know the odds came out today in Georgia and Texas, according to these guys in Vegas, they're the two favorites to make the playoff. Um, you still got to go out there and play those games. And uh, Georgia opens against the Clemson team. It's got 18 starters coming back in Atlanta. So uh, it'll be a tough road to hoe. Uh, it will, but it doesn't seem like much is going to slow this program down. So, uh, Mike, I know this is maybe an obvious or an easy question. Maybe it's not. Uh, but when you have that much coaching, uh, coaching turnover, uh, it does seem to land on Kirby Smart as the glue that holds it all together. Elaborate. Well, sure. You know, and, and Kirby's got a mission and, and a way about going things. And, and James Coley, Paul, even though, you know, he's a quote-unquote new coach, this is a guy that's been there before. He coached with Kirby for four years. Of course, he went on to Texas A&M in 2020 and, and spent some some time there. And that's obviously going to be a, a pivotal state with Texas coming into the SEC and really becoming a focal point. Uh, you know, with the money that they have to spend in NIL, 
uh, with the size of the city of Austin, just all those high school players, uh, if Texas ever puts it together and, you know, really makes Texas such a big threat. Um, you know, so it's good that, that Kirby's got a guy in James Coley that's been in Texas for a few years, known best, though, Paul, for recruiting Florida. Um, you know, guys like Tyson Campbell and James Cook. Uh, he's the guy that flipped George Pickens, the last five-star receiver that George has signed. So I, I think it, I think in James Coley, you're getting a guy that's really going to jack up the recruiting game. And, and I really like this young coach, uh, Coach Crawford, at the running back position. I think Georgia needed a boost like that. I think the timing's good with Trevor Etienne coming in. I think the Georgia backfield's going to be pivotal to their hopes this year because I'm not sure that their receiving core uh, is going to be equal to what they had last year. Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about that because we, we talk in, 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 in schedule so much, but we, we haven't really talked to you about this football team, and they're, they're going to hit the spring here soon. You mentioned ETN. Mm-hmm. That's a, just a massive pickup. Uh, try to give us a, a roadmap to what this uh, offense, and then we'll get to the defense in a minute, is going to look like. Well, they've got to get the run game going. If you go back to the SEC championship game when Alabama beat them, Georgia had trouble converting on third and short, and, and Georgia was, if not the best, one of the best converting third downs all year, and, and that was where they really failed uh, was their ability to move the ball against the Crimson Tide's front seven on the ground. I, I think this year that's going to be a big area of emphasis. I think you're going to see a, a strong run game from Georgia, probably better than last year's. Those running backs last year were a little bit banged up. Uh, you know, you saw the big tight end coming in from Stanford. They're going to continue to play a lot of double tight end formations, a lot of power football try to put that defense in compromising situations and, and match up nightmares and then let Carson go deep, right? And, you know, the play-action shot plays. That's what, that's what Kirby likes to do, that pro style of offense where the quarterback can go to the line with a lot of options. Do they run it? Do they pass it? Depends on what the defense is doing. Depends on the defensive personnel down in distance. But he likes to keep his quarterback in control. And in Carson Beck, he's got a guy who's really good with pre-snap reads and has the NFL arm that can make all the throws. Uh, but this is all predicated, Paul, on being able to run the ball effectively. You've got to be able to hit it hard. And in ETN, I think they've got a 1,000-yard back. I, I think this is the most complete back they've had uh, since DeAndre Swift. I, I mean, I'm expecting really big things uh, from ETN, both on the ground and as a pass catcher out of the backfield. Mike Rivers with us. Mike, I know we joked a little bit, or at least I did, the, the last time you were here about the schedule. But just looking at it, it, it it's fairly chilling when you think. You mentioned Clemson at the beginning and at Alabama, at Texas and at Ole Miss, I mean, those are realizing Georgia will be number one, but those are three schools on the road that will be in the preseason top 10. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, it's hard to find a schedule. It's impossible to find a schedule that looks like that. And, And I know that Georgia has all these, all these attributes that you've mentioned, they'll start number one and they haven't lost a game in, a regular season game in forever, but uh, is there any level of concern? There has to be some about that road. Uh, yeah, there's concern in general. I mean, they were preseason number one last year, and you know they won 29 games in a row. But it, it didn't matter. Uh, they weren't able to beat Alabama in the SEC championship game, and you know Nick Saban, of course, he'll always be remembered as one of the greatest coaches uh, of all time. You know, we'll be treated to watching him on game day this year. Um, that'll be a lot of fun. But to your point. That Georgia schedule, and I, I just I don't think you can gloss right over uh, Mark Stoops. I mean, remember this is a guy that, that we thought might be going to, and I think that's a really good football coach. And you catch Kentucky on the road early in the season, 
uh, before there's injuries. I mean, later in the year, Kentucky gets a little banged up, maybe doesn't have the depth, uh, championship depth of, of other programs. But I, I don't think you can gloss right over that Kentucky game any more than you can look past Clemson that has 18 starters back. I mean, and then won their last five games ever since the, the that silly uh, Tyler caller called out Dabble. They haven't lost a game since. And uh, they've really approached the season with a uh, off season with a, a vengeance. You can look at the recruiting trail. Uh, I think Clemson's a big threat. You know, I know right now uh, Kirby Smart doesn't think much past spring drills. There's a lot of work to be done. Uh, we've talked a lot about offense, Paul, but defensively, you know, that run defense sank all the way down to 18th in the country. Uh, and, and that's a run defense that had led the nation in run defense three of the prior four years and was number two in, in 2021 when, when they had five first-round D linemen. Um, how Georgia does up front with guys like Warren Brinson and Nazir Stackhouse coming back, their ability to reload uh, is going to be really pivotal to whether or not Georgia can win a title. I mean, Kirby said last spring that they didn't have any train records or havoc makers. And, and some of the guys on the on his team responded and say, oh, yeah, we are, Coach. Well, no, they weren't. And they got pushed around. Alabama was able to run the ball effectively on them. I know I, I keep throwing that name out there. That's the program that beat them last year. Okay, that used to be the standard in the SEC with Nick Saban. We, we don't really know uh, what to expect this year. It's going to be very different. We know what Vegas tells us, uh, that, that Georgia and Texas are top tier. And, you know, they got the second tier there with, I guess, Old Miss is the – third highest favored, and then Tennessee, and then Alabama, like you mentioned. Uh, I think LSU's in that in that tier as well. Um, that's just going in, but after one week, I mean, who knows? What happens when Texas plays at Michigan? What does that look like? What happens when Georgia plays at Kentucky? Things can change really fast in the SEC. And nobody knows that better than, than Billy Napier. Uh, to, there used to be a game Damn. that everybody circled on the Georgia calendar. I, I, I believe you were in Gainesville recently uh, for the Spurrier Award. And I'm curious, <laughs> uh, first of all, how's, how's, how's the HBC? But, but most important, what did you pick up there about the state of uh, that program? Well, there's a lot of optimism, believe it or not. I, I mean, at, at that event, I mean, obviously everyone was there to celebrate uh, Coach Spurrier and and last night, Mark Richt was honored as the legend coach. It was kind of fun to watch him and Spurrier kind of, you know, trade barbs. And, you know, Mark Rick revealing that at one point he got cut uh, from a USFL team by Spurrier who didn't even realize that. It was just kind of and Spurrier going back and, you know, remembering the exact plays and exact moments of the game and talking about Rick. Being, it, was, it was a lot of fun, Paul. You know what it's like at those sort of functions. And, of course, Jamie Chadwell was there from Liberty. And I don't know why he's not an SEC head coach yet. Uh, he will be very soon. This guy is really good. Uh, but talking to a lot of the Florida boosters, um, you know, they looked at the first half of the schedule and they said, you know, if Florida can just get some momentum going. And, uh, one, you know, one guy told me this is the most talent they've had uh, since the Dan Mullen era. So there, there is some guarded optimism uh, at Florida. There's a lot of trust in Scott Strickland. I mean, that's a guy you sat down with uh, last year at the spring meetings and, and told you that they were going to be patient with Billy Napier. And I think that right now there is some guarded optimism uh, in Florida that maybe Billy Napier, I mean, you look at his resume, say this, when you look at Billy Napier's resume and the places that he's been, he's been around the SEC. He's coached at other schools. I mean, it's better than some of the other coaches coming to the league. When you just sit down and look at where he's been and where he's coached, you, you can really make a better case. He was a better hire than a lot of these guys, even though maybe things haven't worked out so far. So, um, you know, now that there's a transfer portal, Paul, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because we don't know what's going to happen after April 15th. 
when there's that second portal window and, and how many players could come pouring out of programs, you know, that may not seem to be what they thought it was when they signed with that program originally. Great stuff. Mike Griffith covering uh, the, the uh, combine. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll stay in touch with you all week, uh, Mike. Many thanks for the report. Great to see you. As we head to the break, we have 45 minutes remaining here. Your phone calls are straight ahead. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at HIMSS.com Paul. That's HIMS.com Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. HIMSS.com Paul. Hardments are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. We're back and let's get to the calls. I-Man is up next. Well, good afternoon there, Paul. How's it going? We are doing great. Thank you. Yeah, doing great. And I always enjoy Griff's interviews. I, I like that last little jab that he took. You know, it, we've been talking about it, and he was talking about, you know, wonder what's going to happen when the transfer portal opens up again. And everything just don't seem as calm. Just don't seem as calm. No, it doesn't. Paul, I tell you, here, here we are at the end of, you know, at the dark end of the street. Your, your program has turned into the Lonely Hearts Club, and, you know, for the lonely-hearted people. 
I tell you what, Matt, I'm going to make you an ambassador. Go get you a vest, a derby, and get you one in pocket watches on a chain. You put that, you put that, you put that, you put that watch right in that pocket on that vest, and you will be an ambassador. You hear me, dude? You are an ambassador. Now, for the rest of these lonely hearts, I don't know what to do with them. I mean, this is the dark end of the street, Paul. You know them songs. At the dark end of the street. And wasn't it America talking about the lonely, the lonely-hearted people? I tell you, you, you've got quite a collection of folks here, Paul. I mean, from these, a 12 year old These are, these are to, my friends, I mean. No, I know it. I, I, I can tell. I can tell. And, and, I mean, this is Meltdown City. If you're looking to have a catastrophic meltdown, call Paul. Because I tell you, Paul will put, put, put crazy on the front porch. He don't care. We don't, Paul, that's one thing I like about you. You don't hide crazy on the back porch. No. You put crazy on the hey, front hey, porch. Hey, I, I mean, I grew highway. up with crazy. I, I, it, it's kindred spirit of mine. No, absolutely. I mean, you put for you put crazy on the front porch with I mean, a glass of sway. I, mean, I, I had to grow up in a house full of New Yorkers. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I mean, I, I mean, seriously, four people in my house when I was an infant, three of them born in New York. You think that's easy? <clears throat> I, you know, I reckon not. I mean, that's why I, I carry guess, my I birth guess. certificate around. I'm, I'm from the South. Don't don't call me a New Yorker. <laughs> born in Memphis. <laughs> Uh, you, you know, and here you are leading the meltdowns. Listen to you getting them. I'm tones. having a meltdown I mean, right now, start, thinking about my upbringing. <laughs> you about to start slamming your fist and knock your monitor off the damn table and just jerk cursing. the damn towel for same. And and then go to the window and say, "I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm not going to take it. I'm just not going to take it. I am an ambassador. I'm not lonely. Say it with me, Paul. Say it. I am an ambassador. I mean, I, you know, I, I, some. <laughs> You, you can't do it. You can't do it with a straight face. I mean, I, okay, one more time. My name is Howard Beal. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm mad. mad as hell. <laughs> okay. You, you know, I tell you what, you've got a collection. You know, I, I tell you, when I hear the meltdowns, you remember in the, the one flew over the cuckoo's nest, they're all oh, sitting yeah. around, and that one dude, he's got the cigarette that starts burning his leg, oh, yeah. and he's oh, up yeah. and hopping. That that's the catastrophic meltdowns you're that's, having. Uh, on by the way, that's that's John. That's Crazy John's favorite movie. <laughs> that is he my was an favorite extra. scene. That is my favorite scene from that movie. I mean, and and when they all go get on the boat, that that's that's that is cool. a good movie. And you you take them all on the boat. I mean, you give them a boat ride every day. Then you go home and lock the door and you leave them all outside. Just leave them outside because you can. Throw him a thunder sweater and say, wrap up, buttercup. I mean, you know, Paul and that legend come on here the other day. And he's talking about his basketball skills. And I noticed he gave his stats. But they were getting beat 100 and something to 14. I guess he scored all they made points. I guess we need a pitcher. And we need some other people to prove that legend actually played basketball. That's kind of hard for me to believe he played basketball. But if he says so, I mean, you know, we're going to roll with the punches. Because here we are at the dark end of the street on Lowly Street. You know, Paul, have you ever been driving down the highway and you, you, you just driving and you see a road that kind of angles off? You know, yeah. it doesn't have a 90 degree turn, it just angles. That's a one way street. And you, you think, well, hell, let's, let's go that way. Well, that's where this show is. At the end of that angled street, one way in, one way out, it's a cul de sac and the bridge breaks down, tears down, and the rivers flood when you go there. 
because that's what we've got here. We've got a train wreck. And you know what? Most people have never witnessed a train wreck because they, they're too busy looking at damn phones while they're driving now. But I love, I, you know, you got a collection of rubbernecks here that is second to none, and that's got you in, what, the top six or seven sports shows in this country? We're trying. Because of the rubbernecking. And, and you know, here we are again, and I guess Elvis is going to come and leave the building, but he'll go to the Heartbreak Hotel, too. Have a good day, War Damn Eagle. Logan is up next. Wow, uh, man, that was crazy. What a call, what a call. What a sermon. Hey, Paul, <laughs> uh, Griffith actually made a little bit of sense today. This is the first time I've heard him do that in a long time. I guess you didn't ask him about Alabama, so no, everything was. No, we, uh, needed, we needed a good segment from Griff. We didn't want anybody to think yeah. that we don't like Griff. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's he's a solid rock. But uh, yeah, I, I was surprised. Uh, <clears throat> but what I was calling about was uh, about Jim calling in today. Is this the first time he's called back in since he quit the show? Uh, yes, it is. So he praised you and then immediately started cursing you out like what what did he say about I mean, me again he said i was uh a great christian i was uh, a lying sob oh well yeah i didn't hear that part i think i think you guys beeped him on that yeah. i didn't get to and then, and then he used a part, couple but, of uh four-letter words at the end that we also uh beeped we can't have, yeah. yeah. Well, that was interesting that that guy Randy knows him. I I know he's called in before. He uh, must know Jim. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm I'm sure listen, I listen. I, I have spoken to Randy in the past, and uh, and by the way, I, I don't. I, I appreciate Jim uh, the cone of silence that he deserves. I, I don't. I'm not looking to out the guy. I don't really care. No. Uh, no. I mean, I, I know what he did, and I also know, as you do, what he didn't do. Right. Exactly. I mean, nobody's against him. It's it's the it's the things that he does on your show that pisses people off, man. Yeah. That's the whole point, you know. And and yeah, that, there's and no. Like, I mean, I, just, I mean, he, just the fact that you know he's got a fantasy life about the way it used to be. I mean, there's a reason for that. Right. I, I have friends who do therapy and psychoanalysts uh, and psychiatrists mm-hmm. and uh, psychotherapists. And, and we all, everything that we do, no matter whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, uh, a lot of it emanates from our youth. Yeah. And it's pretty obvious. Jim had an unfortunate accident and he's still struggling to deal with it. Yeah, I and mean, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I wanted to have a happy happy mindset from his youth but you know enlarging what Listen, he when did, i was, when i was it, seven years old i wanted to play for the yankees <laughs> exactly paul <laughs> i eventually got the yankee stadium with my dad we sat yeah. we sat on the right field uh side, side of the side of the stadium watch the game nice man what position did you want to play i was a second baseman they, they put the second worst baseman. fielder at second base <laughs> oh do they i didn't know that okay you got to turn that double play, though, man, or maybe at some point. Yeah, but uh, I, I just tried to stay out of it. I tried not to get spiked. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And later, hey, I, man, I, I, later uh, I later played softball. I was actually a decent pitcher. Do you guys have the uh, SEC Network softball team? Do you play against other people? Uh, I'm sure somebody does, but I'm I've kind of you're not uh, on that. I've kind of moved out of that. Yeah, I can see that. It gets in the way of my yacht time. 
chilling on the yacht. Yeah, I, I hate to waste a good afternoon at the on my <laughs> yacht uh, by playing softball. I mean, why would you do that when you can sit on a yacht and smoke a nice yeah, cigar yeah, and have like, a nice I, I'm usually on the south of France by then. <laughs> nice. I was Saban and I, you know, chilling out. Yeah, saving. You got to get saving in the club, man. Yeah. Well, it's great to hear from That's you, Logan. All. You take care of yourself. Uh, do we have time? Sure. Uh, Mr. John. Hello, Paul. Hello, John. Welcome to our show. Paul, this is a first-time caller. That's good to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, Paul, this is going to be a nice call. I don't have anything uh, really to uh, complain about with the show or the callers or any of my theories on the show. I just want to – but this this call tonight is really directed at uh, the University of Missouri – Okay. And uh you know I you know I'm a big Missouri University fan and football but more basketball than anything Paul and I'm going to tell you right now is I want I want to I want to tell coach Dennis Gates. You know have you had a chance to visit Yeah, I interview? have uh, I met coach uh, I've, I've met coach Gates a few times. Yeah. Yeah, I've met Coach Gates a couple of times myself because I'm one of these people who gives the University of Missouri, Paul, lots of money. I bet you do. And this call is, I want, I want Mr. Gates to listen to this because, you know, we're getting tired of this, Coach Dennis Gates. The fact of the matter is, young man, is you need to start winning some games. Mm. And we have a new athletic director coming in. To the University of Missouri. Are you, are you a candidate for that job? Well, I should be, Paul, because we're not going to put up with it, Coach Denny. I think he would be. Don't and, you think uh, he would be a good AD? Uh, John would be a good AD? Well, I think I should be because I can tell you right now, sir, is what's happening right now on the court with that program is embarrassing. I have tickets about seven rows behind the Tiger bench. I give thousands of dollars oh, to that you. program, Coach Gates. And if you cannot deliver, you cannot even make the tournament next year. Wake up and smell the coffee, and good night, Denny Gates. Well, John, in fairness to Coach Gates, he made the tournament his first year. He's had a disappointing year, as we say at the network. What's the cliche line you always hear from the analysts? It hasn't gone exactly like he wanted it. But there's no reason to scream and, and, and throw your money around. Very disappointed in John's call as a University of Missouri man. We'll take a break. We have 30 minutes remaining here. Time for you to get in. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. And don't forget, Saturday morning, bright and early, 7 a.m., Marty and McGee. You're supposed to holler, Randy, when I say Marty. AJ is up next. He'll do some hollering. Good afternoon. You know, Paul, let me tell you one thing that John got in his pronunciations correct. He said the word basketball. (laughs) And that's what, you know what, that that's exactly what legend looks like, Paul. He looks like he ate about three basketballs. See him on that show with Keith Kiefer and... Tony Curry. I mean, come on, man. But you know, Paul, what I figured, it's been a very informative day, Mr. Feinbaum, because Randy, I appreciate your call. It was much revealing to me, you know, because Squirrel is scared to let the cat out of the bag. I mean, come on, Squirrel. Step it up and grow some chestnuts. And uh, let the, let the rest of the uh, let the story out on Jim Lewis from Tuscaloosa, because you know I, I figured today I've, I've understood now today Paul why he wear he he wears that Red Sox hat all the time because all he is is a Ted Williams wannabe. That's what he is. He's a Ted Williams fan. He never was a Ted Williams man. It's just like he says, "I'm Jim, and you don't want to be him, or you can't be him. Nobody wants to be Jim or him." But I can tell you, I did, I did come up with a little bitty. Uh, just thought of, of just a few seconds ago, thought of a little poem. I thought I'd cast out there to you, and it's John and Jim sitting in a two-man box, hiding like a sly fox. They love to crawl in the show and throw a bunch of rocks. But on Fridays and Saturdays, they ride around together and lick on lollipops. Somebody call the cops and make AJ stop. Because you know what I know, Paul. It's lonely at the damn top. Or damn eagle, Paul. 
John B. is up next. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just just a few minutes ago, I heard you talking about Saban, and it, and it hit me. It hit me pretty hard, too. And, you know, I understand that you're afraid you're going to be left out of the Easter egg hunt and the sack race at his house. So, you know, when I brought that up about him getting fired, I feel like David Pollock, you know, on the game day show. Well, I still, Johnny B., I still haven't gotten the invitation have, yet. So are I'm, you going to step on a good call here? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to be like Jim. You know, that bracket looks like an Alabama voter registration. Most of them's dead, and we ain't heard of them in years. So you keep it just <laughs> like you want. But <laughs> you you keep on all day long. You kept wanting Jim to call, Jim to call. You remind me of some of these guys up here. Their daughter's got a white Altima with her initials in the back, and the hubcaps are off, and, and they got this guy that don't have a car, and he's waiting for their taxes to come in so they can have a relationship. But just like Jim, that's you and Jim. You think you can save him. He quit school, lives with his mama, he's got anger issues, but we're going to keep talking to him. We're going to make it. It's not his fault that the teachers hated him. It's not his fault he quit school. It's not his fault he was a bad ball player. I mean, he just sucked at everything, and here you are enabling him. You're enabling the caller to come back to where he don't need to be. Well, I'm not going to say anything because you've already chastised me for interrupting your great call. Well, it was a great call. You have a good day, sir. <laughs> this guy will allow give and take because he's a friend of mine. Expired is up next from Texas. What's up, friend? Hey, Expired. How's it going today, Paul? We needed an Aggie in here after all these bammers. Well, no doubt. We got to gig them. I, 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 just, I, I just wanted to get on here and, and get on and say – Who's hot and who's not as far as your caller? So here we go. You ready, Paul? Yes. Shoot. All right. Matt is hot and Squirrel is not. His nuts got cracked. <laughs> AJ remains hot. John Coffee is not. Johnny B was hot. Until that last call. That was a tough call. Yeah, he was on my list, and I'm just going to have to say he was kind of medium hot. And John from Louisville is not or never will be. Here's a shocker, Paul. I mean, this is hard for me to say, but I-Man is freaking hot. Yeah, he, he's, 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 he's hot. dropped some wood lately. He really has. I-Man is hot. That. Yeah, he dropped some wood. He <laughs> said that. <laughs> Oliver the beggar. Is not. That guy's awful. And the last one that's hot is Paul Feinbaum is hot. An old, unathletic, unathletic, crusty-ass Jim is not. Paul, you have a great day. What a classic call. Rack that one. Jason is up next. Good afternoon, Jason. Jason, you there? Sorry, Jason. We tried to get you on. We could not. Handsome Joe is up next. Roll tide, roll pole, fine bomb. And you know what? Hey, good show again today. I missed Jim's call. I, I got home late. But I, I don't bother me. I missed his call. But we all know he was going to be back anyway. And he'll, he'll still be calling back in. He does He does this he does this for years. I mean, he's done this for years. And John Lula, he was talking about this basketball coach at Missouri. 
I, I don't know. I can't even remember the guy's name. I don't know the man. But I got a message for that coach. Don't listen to John. I mean, it's okay to drop a few games here and there because, you know, just to keep the fans honest. And, and Paul, when you bring Mike Griffith on, I mean, it ain't I don't like the guy because, I mean, I guess he's okay. But I've said it before. He just looks like a funeral director. To me, it just he looks like somebody you want to talk to. Yeah, and he's and that, that guy, I mean, that funeral, everybody's been there before where the guy in the terrible black suit walks over to you with the hairpiece. He says, uh, Mr. Yeah, uh, Joe, I mean, I'm, I, I'm so sorry for your loss. Get away from me, well, man. I feel like I'm picking out a casket or yeah, something. I, I, I mean, don't want to talk to you. No, no. But, you know, last night, Paul, I, I mean, you remember I told you yesterday, I'm not really that big of a basketball fan. I mean, I'll binge watch sometimes. But last night, I mean, there wasn't nothing good on Monday night. Not, nothing that I like watching anyway. So I was channel surfing, and I come across this game, and it was UNC Wilmington Seahawks versus the Campbell Fighting Camels. Oh, yeah. And I, I thought, well, I'll watch this. You know, I've never heard of either one of these schools before. And they're not they're better than high school, but they're not major college level. You know what I mean? And so I watched this game, and it just got to getting good. And it ended up going into double overtime. Well, Campbell had a losing record now. It was like 12 and 16. But, I mean, it can happen to anybody. Paul had a losing record, but they finally won it 105 to 100. So, I mean, that's – but that was a good game. I like that one. And tonight, here, as soon as you go off there, I'm going to watch Davidson versus Dayton. That's hey, just, by the way, that, that Davidson-Dayton uh, game is one of the better games of the day. That is a very important game. Hey, thanks for the call. We're up against the break. Need to get this one in quickly so we can get back, get you ready for some basketball. We're coming back at right after this. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. 